Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Chase the double game week or stay patient. Welcome to the Gianni Batici YouTube show. Hope you guys are well. Today's going to be about forwards and it's going to be about my team. We're going to do a little bit of a review of the season so far. But first up, let's just have a look at the game week just gone so I can review my team. And it did feel like every FPL manager is one of these weeks every season where everything just falls their way. And I was fortunate that that happened to me in game week six. Um, it means I'm probably not going to have another one of those this season. But 112 points, I was obviously like delighted with. All my players returning, other than Nicholas Jackson. Yeah, you know it. Um, but yeah, delighted. Anana kept the clean sheet. Then Trippier, 18 points. What a transfer in that was for so many of his owners. We were looking at Newcastle defence, weren't we? And there was a decision to make over some. Do you spend the extra on Trippier to a Botman, a share or a burn? I think we've seen against weaker opposition, he can bully them. And that's what we hoped we'd see against Sheffield United. Three assists, three bonus, clean sheet. Thank you very much. Gvardiol comes in for his seven. He will be in and out of the team though. It looks like it's him or Ake. And again, I'm not sure long-term I want him, but looks great. Uh, Estupanan concedes, but still finds way, ways of getting good points. Three assist points, but also... He concedes and still gets bonus points. Just the one, but we take it. The North London derby, we said we had to analyse fixtures from attack and defence. And this is a note moving forward, guys. When we analyse fixtures, don't see two teams playing against each other, two big teams, and go, I don't want those assets. If you think that game's got goals and you still want their attackers, you don't want their defenders. So North London derby, I was like, I'm not interested in Arsenal and Spurs defence. They're both going to concede. But for Saka, Madison and Son... I was delighted. 14 for Son, 13 for Saka, 9 for Madison. Um, Foden produced the goods as well. Uh, we can actually have a quick look at Foden's uh, average position map from that game against Nottingham Forest. So check Foden's average position out. Like We've all been looking at Alvarez. So many have gone towards Alvarez and there's nothing wrong with that. Alvarez is a fine pick. 
I probably would have done the same. Jackson to Alvarez last week. I was blocked by it because I own three City. But what I've said for the last couple of weeks is Foden points could very, sorry, Alvarez points that we'd seen in the last few weeks could very easily have been Foden points. They're playing in a very similar position on the pitch. They're both super close to Haaland. They're sharing set pieces. Don't let, don't, don't let be told that Alvarez is on all set pieces. Sure, he's on direct free kicks. They're sharing corners. They're sharing indirect free kicks. And Foden's a differential now. Um, and we can see here, number 47, so close to Alvarez, just behind Haaland. He's actually playing on the right-hand side, but allowed to drift inwards because the way City are setting up at the moment, it's all about Walker down the right. So Foden can drift in. On the left, it's Doku or Grealish staying wide, as you can see. So delighted with Foden. Uh, Matoma's 14 points. He was benched versus Bournemouth. Comes on at half-time. Two goals, three bonus. Uh, Haaland captain, fine. Everyone went there. And then Jackson with the one-pointer. So look, it was one of those weeks. But how am I going to set up moving forward? And let's look at some data. Forwards are the story of the week because Nicholas Jackson owners need to sell. Yep, that fifth yellow came in his sixth game at Chelsea. Um, so what, what to do with Jackson? What will I do with Jackson? So to help me look, I was like, scout members area. Let's look at... I was going to do expected goals. I looked at that. I looked at a few different metrics. And I was like, the best way for me of evaluating forwards, if I'm not looking at just plain and simple goals and assists, it's attempts. How active are they? How much are they being used? How much, how efficient is the, is, is the team in producing chances for this striker? So from all the strikers so far in the league this season, the good news is, is Carlton Morris features in the top 10 for attempts, right? So top of the charts with 21 attempts is Visser. Now, 19 of those are in the box. And again, I'm going to look, we're going to look at in the box because, again, I don't want 21 attempts with only three in the box. That's, but most forwards, you expect it to be sort of 80, 90% in the box. Edward is second. Alvarez has 20, joint with Edward, but he's only 12 in the box. So, again, worth noting there, um, the lowest ratio. And Alvarez, as you know, is more as much a creator in this City team. Jackson at fourth, Watkins, Solanke, Ferguson... Darwin Nunes, despite his lack of minutes, is still always high with shots, as is Inketia. But then at 10th, we've got Morris. So he's in good company. There's, there's a lot of good strikers here, not in the list, that Morris is getting more shots of. So Morris is at 12 shots, 10 of which has been in the box. Now, two of those were pens. And again, not all these guys are on pens. So do I like Morris for the double game week? The short answer is yes, if you've got Jackson. No, if you've got Alvarez. If you've got Alvarez, you've got to keep him, right? You bought Alvarez because you liked a couple of good fixtures. One blank shouldn't change your mind. However, if you need a striker, looking at this list, looking at the fixtures they've got, knowing a wild card might be around the corner where you can transfer him out, I like Morris very much. I also like Darwin very much. So if we look back at the last four weeks for Darwin Nunes, we saw his cameo where he came on and scored two late goals. Then we saw him get two assists. Then we saw him benched because he had come back from international break. And I think he went off at half-time for Uruguay in the second one of those games. So we didn't expect Klopp to start him. But then straight away, I'm looking game week six. Is Klopp going to put his faith back in Darwin Nunes for a home game against West Ham? Yes, he is. Oh, and yes, he gets sort of 80-ish minutes and scores a goal and looks good. Darwin, for me, is Liverpool's number nine. Now, the only reason why I'm not buying him this week... I don't think I am, is two away games. Two away games against tough opposition. Do I really want to invest in Darwin now or do I wait? 
You could argue, as we've just said with the North London derby, don't look at the fixture too much in terms of how hard is the opposition to be. Like Spurs is a tough game, but do Liverpool score at Spurs? Well, yeah, they probably do. And therefore, it could be a good fixture for attack versus attack. So Darwin is definitely part of my thinking. Obviously, he's a bit more money. If I go to Darwin, I will potentially be blocking myself from going Salah in game week nine. But game week nine could be a wild card. Um, if I go Morris, then straight away, Jackson to Morris, saving me money. Maybe I can save money again in game week eight. And then maybe game week nine, I could Salah. And I don't have to wild card. So I'm very much keeping my options open. But interesting to look at the forwards there. Morris is in good company. He's not a bad pick. And the fixtures Morris has, they're not bad. Like Everton away, I don't expect Luton to get much, but they've got a chance. And they've always got a chance of a pen. And then Burnley at home, I'd say Luton are probably slight favourites. So in it to win it, two bites at the cherry, 180 minutes. When we're investing in that double game week, we want someone that's nailed for 80, 90 minutes. And Morris feels to be that guy. Should we have a quick look at the fixture ticker before we see my team? I'm going to filter the ticker from game week 7, 8, 9 and 10. Just four weeks. Now, usually I look ahead, I don't know, around four to six weeks. The reason I've done to 10 is there's a very good chance I wildcard before 10. I'm still looking at that international break, game week eight to nine as a wildcard window. Why am I looking at for a wildcard window? Well, my team doesn't have Liverpool. Um, I can jump on Liverpool game week nine. I can dead end in game week eight and sell a Man City or an Arsenal player, maybe a Saka, because I, it's a tough fixture that I don't think will be full of goals. Um, and I can invest in uh, Aston Villa, who I don't have any players. And Aston Villa have really good fixtures. Like they are, what, they fourth on the ticker here, Aston Villa? Yeah. So there's a few, re like, I don't think my team necessarily needs it, but it's more, when am I going to use it? And is this the best place to take advantage of it? Now, international break as well gives me more time. And we should probably see more price rises in that week because managers get bored, right? So again, when wildcarding, if we can increase our team value, even better so I do like it I'm not committing to it though and by bringing in Morris this week and give myself funds maybe I can get to a wildcard team with like a four-point hit and save it that is an option um so that's where I'm at with the fixture ticker that was from fantasy football scout by the way um shall we have a look at my team let's have a look at it so how am I setting up for game week seven well the good news is the good news is I don't have a huge amount of headaches. So many weeks this season, we go into it with, am I going to make a transfer there? Am I going to make a transfer there? Am I going to make a transfer there? Who do I bench? At times, who do I captain? Although I feel like that's less of a discussion now. Who am I going to play in goal? The moment, I feel fairly settled on this team. So Anana is my keeper. Now, it's worth noting, Turner has a good fixture at home. Turner is a very good, like, Nottingham Forest at home, you, you back him, but I'm going to go Anana. Um... I'm pretty confident on Nana off the back of seeing Ten Hag mix it, mixed it up a little bit, didn't he, um, in game week six. We saw them go to Burnley and put up low XG number, but also be fairly defend. Like Burnley had one XG just over. United accumulated just under one XG. But it wasn't the free-flowing United we had seen in the first few game weeks. Now, sure, they've been poor defensively. They've left themselves open because they've actually attacked quite well, United, this season. Not in terms of as a team, but individuals, and they've been given licence to get forward. The numbers have looked all right. Well, they didn't look quite so good in attack against Burnley, but because of that, they looked more defensively sound. And if they continue that theme against Palace, and I expect they will, then Anana's for me, a better option. So Anana in goal. Uh, trips at the back, of course, Kieran Trippier. 
love you very much after your 18-pointer. Guardiol, who knows if he starts. If he doesn't, he probably doesn't come off the bench. So I could have Cole come in against Fulham. Fine with that. Kabore is two bites at the cherry again. Now, when we look at Luton defenders, Kabore has started all but one game. He does often come off for the last 10 minutes um, or 15 or 20, but often makes it to the 60-point threshold. So as long as he gets two lots of 60, he's got a chance of a clean sheet. He's also got a chance of coming off and then Luton conceding. He also has had, an, had a, I think it's an assist in game week five or game week, didn't he? Game week six, he had an assist. Um, so Kabore is going to play just, again, two bites at the cherry. Son and Madison have tricky fixtures, but they had a tricky fixture against Arsenal and look what happened. I like that Liverpool fixture for Son and Mads. Liverpool's high line, home advantage. I see points. Definitely from Son, I see points. Uh, Saka's got a really nice fixture to Bournemouth, hasn't he? And again, we're going to talk a little bit about captaincy, but some might look at, at Saka. Um, Foden. Yeah, love. And then Matoma has... Has sort of had his rest now, hasn't he? <laughs> like he was benched for the first half against Bournemouth, so he sort of had his mini. Oh, this is the week he's going to get dropped. So Matoma feels like you know Matoma and Mbomo have got the same points. They're both on thirty-six points this season. Mbomo felt like a must-have. I've not had him all season. I was a bit gutted about that. He had a couple of pens, looked really good. Brentford winning games, and it's like oh, everyone needs Mbomo. Well, Matoma's matching him, and Diaby's only a couple of points behind them both. Like. There's not much in it there at all. Jackson has to go and is very likely to go for Morris. Um, I could roll the transfer and just play Colwell and play a 4-5-1. But I think I'm going to go there to Morris. And look, Haaland is in and likely to be captain. On the bench, I've got a Stupinam. Um, I do fancy Aston Villa to score. And I think I'm okay benching a Stupinan. I could change a Stupinan to sub one. So if Guardiola doesn't play, a Stupinan comes in. He does offer so much more upside than Levi Colwell. Of course he does. What about captaincy though, guys? Like We're all going to go Haaland this week, aren't we? I think we're going to go Haaland this week. I mean, Wolves away is a good fixture, not a great one. Like I'd much prefer going Haaland in home fixtures. Um, but it's a good enough fixture. We saw Wolves get Liverpool problems, but then they still conceded three in that game. So Haaland, captain for me, if you want to go against the grain, and we have to give options each week, don't we? I'm not going to go Spurs to and Liverpool players. I wouldn't advise that because it's a hard game to predict. Even if there's going to be goals, it's a hard game to predict. I don't know where my where I'd, I'd bet on which team winning that game. Newcastle are flying off the back of their 100 goals against Sheffield United. If you own a Callum Wilson versus Burnley at St. James's Park, that might be fun. Um, but Saka versus Bournemouth is the other one, isn't it? You could look at Arsenal and go, I fancy them to score big against Bournemouth. But for me, Haaland captain all the way. It has to be, doesn't it? I think it has to be. Um, do follow me on social and I'll be posting my team reveal uh, on social media so you can see my absolute locked in team as I say guys I'm not expecting to make too many changes this week it's Morris uh, or it's Roll. it's probably Morris slight chance of Darwin but unlikely um, Harlan captain hopefully we get some big fat juicy green arrows I mean I'm chuffed with my rank where it's at uh, but again it would be nice to, to to get greens guys thank you so much by the way for joining my members um, channel like my YouTube channel How, what's it even called 
Thank you for becoming a YouTube member, is what I'm trying to say. We've got a squad members uh, where I prioritise all your comments and just various shout outs. And then we've also got our ultras members where you can join our WhatsApp group, uh, which includes Ali Yahangarov, last year's FPL winner. Loads of good chat in there, voice notes, videos, the lot. So thank you for coming across and joining and supporting the channel. But for now, guys, I'll see you very soon. Go well in game week seven. May your arrows be green and I'll see you soon. Sports Social Podcast Network.